Hey, Bold Mama, it's Melissa. We're back for another year of our Stay Bold Mama podcast, including our monthly community topics and Mama Spotlight interviews featuring some of our amazing founding members. Learn more at mamawearspants.com. Send us a message on Instagram. And as always, stay bold, Mama. Hello and welcome to Mama Wears Pants. I'm Melissa and I'm here today for one of our Mama Spotlight interviews with Jalote Ochoa, one of our founding members in Austin, Texas. How are you doing today, Jalote? I'm doing good. Just being a bold, busy mama. Exactly. You know how it goes. Bold, busy mamahood. That's what we're all about. (laughs) Right. Um, So good. So just just, uh, as we start off today, we'll, we'll work through our kind of our questions that we ask all our mamas for these spotlight interviews but really what do you want to just share right off the top today what's on your mind what's on your heart just uh what's going on for you your family anything you'd like to share with our listeners you know I think this week I have really been tested with my patience Mm -hmm. (laughs) my little one has just been off this week and I just sat back and I told myself just be patient. There's nothing that we can control at this time. Mm -hmm. And I think taking it easy and just seeing the opposite way of I'm going to get mad at you just has really helped me this week. That's awesome. That's, uh, you know, patience is something that I have had to work on just in general as a person and that then, you know, motherhood tests that patience <laughs> to a yes. whole other level. So <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that um, insightful feedback of this week. And I did happen to see your little girl doing her talent show or something like yes. that, wasn't it? So awesome. Proud mama moment. Super. So yeah, awesome. And remind me, how old is your little girl? She's seven. Seven, yes. And my boys are nine and uh, six. So right in between those yeah. ages. So we know she keeps you busy. So, all right. So speaking of your daughter, um, tell us about the important people in your life. Well, of course, first of all, my little one. But that's a challenging question because I'm Mexican. That yeah. list would never end. Aw. <laughs> and we have my husband my mom, my stepdad, Ivan, my Mm -hmm. dad, my in-laws, my brothers, my sister, my grandparents, but especially my grandmother, Natalia. Mm -hmm. I have six girl cousins that I'm super close to, and we go traveling every two years. And I have my tias and my tios who have been an amazing support just from when I was tiny little until even nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I have a few people from heaven, you know, my friend Christine, um, mm-hmm. my another stepdad that I had, and my grandfather Yayo. They are all important in my life. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm so glad you have so many people in your circle, you know, your circle. That's probably why you're so amazing <laughs> yourself. So awesome. And you said you're you're Mexican. So tell us a little bit about, you know, we know you're in Austin now, but tell us a little bit about maybe how you landed here. Where yes. we, so many people moved to Austin, as we know. So tell us a little bit about your background. It's definitely a long story, but I'll try to make it short. I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was originally born in Mexico City. And I don't remember much of that time because I only lived until I was five. I do remember going to kindergarten. And at five, we moved to Tabasco, which is a state down 
in the Gulf of Mexico. And we lived there for another five years. And then eventually we moved a little closer to Mexico City again in a town called Orizaba, which I call my hometown because most of my family are there. Mm-hmm. And then from there we hopped over to uh, Corpus Christi. Oh, and okay. I got there when I was 12. And we lived very briefly in Corpus Christi. I think it was pretty much the summer and three weeks into school. And at that time, we ended up having the opportunity to move to Lockhart, Texas, which is just down the street from Austin, the mm-hmm. barbecue capital of the yes. world. For what right. known. And I pretty much grew up there my high school time. And eventually I made my way to Austin. And I, this is where I have my feet planted now. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And that was not a long story. You, you did a very good job of, of making that short and sweet for our, yes, <laughs> for our recording yes. today. I mean, that but, is definitely another, probably a Toastmaster speech I could give. <laughs> yes, part two. We, we always do part two follow-ups and we can definitely go into that another time. And I didn't mention how you and I connected and I'll, since you mentioned Toastmasters, oh, yes. we both worked for the city of Austin and I was, uh, connected with Toastmasters with one of our friends, Tamara, you know, Tamara, mm-hmm. another bold, busy mama. Yes. And um, so Tamara had me there with Toastmasters. I met you and some other amazing folks. I love it. And I do miss y'all. I really do. Um, so yeah, so that's how we connected. So thank you for bringing that up. And maybe we'll touch a little bit about your role with Toastmasters yes. too. Um, so what does community mean to you? I know you're very involved in different areas and like we just mentioned toastmasters one community i imagine mm-hmm. that you, you know that you are involved with but mm-hmm. what is community in general you know what does that mean to you that's a funny i think how could i put it i never really thought about community and what it meant to me until mm-hmm. you started talking a lot about community and i think i narrowed down to more of what it just means to me, like deep down in my heart, mm-hmm. because it's not something that I formally think about. And I narrow it down, I think, to being surrounded by people that support me, that guide me, that cheer me, and that don't get mad at me when I screw up because it's all a part of growing up together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a very, like I mentioned, when we moved to the U.S., I was very shy because I didn't speak a word of English when I moved here. Mm -hmm. And so I never found a community back then. I always just shied away and I was really good in just being in my bubble. I didn't start coming out of my shell until after I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really started to just meet more people and connect with friends and create a community and it really started in the salsa scene actually Mm, that's mm -hmm. where I would just go dancing and meet people and meet other people and funny enough I just started putting get-togethers and I was like being a loving part of people that hey let's put a party together a boat party just a get-together and I realized that I kept bringing people together and those people would meet each other and just find common ground. And then they became friends Mm -hmm. and it just organically happened. And people, a lot of times like, Hey, I met such and such through you. And it just became such a like, Oh yeah. Like I love bringing people together to know each other. 
but it, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah, you didn't think you were doing anything of any like there was anything really happening there. Exactly, just doing, like, like you said, organically, you know. Yeah, and so it's it kind of slowed down once I became mm -hmm. a mom. Of course, but I found <laughs> yeah, I found that it was almost imperative to continue to find and look for that support and women bringing women together. And to be honest with you, at some point, I tried to start a monthly get together of women, and it, I just got busy and it, yeah. it didn't continue. But it was so great for the few times that it did happen because, you know, we would bring some wine and snacks mm -hmm. and then just chit chat. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is so important for us, especially as we age. Mothers are not, you know, men or women are not, you know, whatever, like, anyone for all of us connection is so vitally important and i do believe you know not superficial connection connections mm -hmm. where we can have more meaningful conversations more deeper conversations things that matter to us sharing that with people who you know at least we'll just listen you yeah. know we don't have to have the same experiences we don't have to agree on the oh did you find you know did you find right. salsa dancing fun okay great well maybe i don't you know of course you know i do but <laughs> um, you know like we there's so much for us to connect on but so we live pretty much daily and then of course inundated with social media everything is so surface level yes and I, I love this community because again bold mamas what does that mean well we've all grown in some way and we have a mind to continued growth and so you know what i i love about what you just shared about yourself having previously been more introverted maybe or in your shell as you mm -hmm. say you know people might see jalo now and be like oh she was <laughs> always like that right she was always like that but no you you know gone through this process of like no i used to not be like this at all i, I i've grown as a result Absolutely. of you know of your reflection uh kind of what you wanted for yourself and all that and i think of myself that way too i know people see me one way and think that i've always been like that and i just can say no you know that's not true you know so i love it i love 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 it and you know we're so happy to have you as a founding member and uh, just all that you do um for your you know connections personally professionally you lift others up you support others and in return, I hope you get that same benefit um, authentically, which I think you do. Yeah. And I like um, how you said something about um, being risk. I think I, it, when, it, it, when you said something, it just chimed on me about being respectful of other people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. I, I take a lot of pride into that. I am not going to judge you for what you believe in because I believe that everyone is unique and mm -hmm. everyone brings something to the table. And I am friends with all sorts of different people. And that's important to me to mm -hmm. be able to respect and allow people to be themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. So what's something that you're most proud of? I mean, certainly there's there's lots of different things, but, you know, <laughs> what comes to mind when you think about what are you proud of, Jalo? Well, of course, <laughs> being a mama. But aside from that, I don't boast about myself a lot and my accomplishments. It's something that it doesn't come naturally to me. Mm -hmm. But one day a friend of mine was introducing me at a party and she said, this is Jalot and she's a chemist. Isn't that awesome? She's the <laughs> only chemist I know. And I looked back and I was like, oh, I am a chemist. Uh, yeah, <gasps> There's yeah. not that many of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it just made me just travel back to where it started. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my parents always instilled me that education was important. It was never a thought that I wouldn't go to college. It was, that was just the next step. When I came to the U.S., I didn't speak a word of English. So being in eighth grade, just being surrounded by strange language, people I didn't know, and continue to move on, and I still was able to get good grades. And I don't know what guided me, but I was able to apply to UT and got accepted into the chemistry department. Mm -hmm. And there were so many nights without sleep. And I just think back of how I, the same time I was living at home, I was commuting every day, one hour, and some way, somehow, I still accomplished to get my chemistry degree, which is something that I look back and I'm just very proud of it, <laughs> even yeah, though I don't like amazing. to boast about it. <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, you know, women in science, girls in science, I have to say that was not my digs. It just was not. <laughs> but, you know, I love it. I love I love the STEM education for girls. I love mm-hmm. girls and women feeling empowered and, and challenged by perhaps, you know, careers in math and science, technology, you know, engineering and all that but that are actually able to pursue it, feel confident in doing that. Um, You know, I have to say, I kind of succumbed at times to like math for boys, math Mm -hmm. too hard or this, you just, you know what I'm saying? I I was really those unfortunate kind of cultural, you know, myths really did kind of sink into me a little bit that I didn't apply myself as much in those areas. I certainly did, but it just wasn't my jam, you know? Yes. (laughs) And so I love it. I love that you, you should own it. You're a a chemist. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My dad was a big supporter because he, he has a wonderful story and he was born in a farm in Mexico and he put himself through college and got a Mm -hmm. civil engineering degree. So he has always been my hero when he came to struggling and, you know, getting to the end of the final um, journey that he was going to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, some of the, the stories that our parents, you know, and even us that, at all the surface, people don't even realize yeah. the stories that we carry, you know, oh, yeah. and the experiences that we carry. So many people look at, especially if you're successful in some way, they think, oh, things may have come easy or, mm-hmm. you know, things were handed to you or, you know, and it's just that in some cases could never, you know, couldn't be further from the truth. Absolutely. So I love these interviews where we're talking about our lived experiences and just sharing it from the heart because yes. that connects us with others. So thank you again. <laughs> So what about, you were just reflecting on, you know, your younger self going through, you know, uh, living in a new country, learning a language, applying yourself academically, going into college. What advice at any stage, you know, of your younger life, what, what, what would you tell your younger self? I've always been a warrior. Like I always worry all the time, not warrior. <laughs> um, you are a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I always worried about everything. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would just tell myself not to worry so much. Listen to the signs. Trust the universe. And I think the one most important thing is seek help if you need, to, if you need it. Growing up Hispanic, a lot of times we didn't talk about the hard stuff. It's all just trying to put a face that everything is fine 
everything is working well and you're just tough and you're going to make it. And that was a challenge. It was a challenge for me to come to terms with, I need help. I need help. And I wish I would have even gotten it back in high school when I was struggling with the challenges to understand the material and things like that. So I would just go back to, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so much holds us up. And I, you know, the worrying, I know so many people can relate to that even, <laughs> you know, today, like I, I am a bit of a worrier and, you know, sometimes it's even like worrying before you even need to worry, you know, exactly. and that's where I really try to stop myself. I'm like, okay, that's not even helpful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being mindful of those things. And I try to keep in mind, have just have faith that things will turn out and I'm not a religious person I have to admit <laughs> but I am a you know I am spiritual I'm connected yeah. to you know as you were mentioning your ancestors and things like that I really feel like those are my guiding lights oh, yes. my, my abuelos and uh, now my parents who are not with us and so like I really feel like they're my guiding lights and I just remember my dad would always say just have faith you know have faith things mm -hmm. will work out things will be okay things will you know and and it doesn't mean things life's a breeze but right have faith things will be okay. You'll yeah. be okay. You know, one um, of the things that I mentioned to a lot of people currently is, are you in control? Mm -hmm. Is it out of your control? Then don't worry about it. Just do mm -hmm. what you need to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So what, um, now that we've, we've talked a little bit about Jalote as a younger woman and coming of age and doing all these amazing things and getting your chemistry degree and all that. What about mamahood has surprised you? Cause your girl's now seven years old. He's mm -hmm. been a mama for some time. Yeah. What do you see? What has been a surprising aspect of motherhood? Something that maybe you weren't really expecting or, you know, not that any of us really know what to expect, but what kind of caught you? A couple surprise? of things I would say, first of all, when I met my husband we were dating and we had become engaged we always talked about having I wanted two kids he wanted four <laughs> <laughs> and then after one I was like mm, yeah uh, I think that's that's where we're gonna end it, it was so challenging motherhood mm -hmm. was challenging for me I did not think how challenging it would become but the other thing that I always think about is whenever I would see before being a mom I see kids misbehaving, you know, at restaurants or at the grocery store. I would be like, that's not going to be my kid. I am going to be strict. They're never going to do anything like that. We're going to, the ship is going to run just the way the captain says. <laughs> <laughs> Mama wears pants. Yeah. And then one day when my little one was about three years old, she was the kid running like crazy in Central Market while I was chasing her throughout the store. And I just let her. <laughs> And just be herself and it just realized that that my parenting ended up being a lot different than I imagined it to be. Mm -hmm. I know that gentle parenting sometimes gets a bad rap, but the most important thing for me is the relationship with my kid. Mm -hmm. And I want to build a hundred percent trust and communication with her. Mm -hmm. So I always bring myself down to a level of just putting myself more in her in her journey and her feet, trying to figure out, okay, how do we communicate better? How can I help her tell me what she's struggling with versus 
this is not the way you're going to be. This is not the way you're going to get. This is not the way you're going to say. Yeah. I think it's much more important to teach her how things affect her and affect the rest of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very compassionate parenting. <laughs> yeah. It, there's one more thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a challenge to talk about it. But probably the journey for a parent with a child with special needs mm-hmm. has also, it was, has been a very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like I was thrown into a pit and had to figure out how to climb by myself. Mm-hmm. Because finding the resources, the community and the support was, ugh. I mean, it was nights and nights of researching and figuring things out. And just not knowing where to go, where to mm-hmm. start. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that Lori's special needs, but it's it's been a journey. And a lot of people tell me, "Oh, Jalod, you're doing so great. You you have it all down." And I'm like, "Oh, trust me, it's taken years for me to feel at a point where okay, I know where to look, I know where to find, I know where, what to ask." Mm-hmm. So I think that has been another thing that just surprised me. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that because we have several mamas who have children with special needs and I've heard similar things. Um, Also, just in regards to their child's education, many Mm -hmm. have had to make different changes there. They're constantly advocating for their students. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, no, I appreciate you sharing that. And we want, you know, women who might be traveling that road, you know, feeling lonely or whatever. Yeah. There are resources out there, but if you're feeling overwhelmed with that, it's absolutely overwhelming because even Mm -hmm. parenthood in and of itself is overwhelming. But when you're trying to meet any particular special needs of your child, physical, mental, emotional, anything that is going to add an entire other layer. And we don't live in the most open place on as far as like making those resources very, uh, very much available. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think we provide enough support to families in general, but especially, especially families with um, kids with special needs. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, So where do you, because I know that you are connected with lots of empowering place spaces and places <laughs> both maybe in person and, and of course digitally or just whatever but where do you seek out in, inspiration motivation where do you find encouragement what kinds of things fuel and feed jalot you know so you can go out and be a bold busy amazing mama i definitely have to start with uh, a community of women whatever that may be it could be, you know, like mama wears pants, get together. It could be just my friends hanging out. And maybe even just a chat, a video chat with my cousin who lives across the pond. I have to have that connection and that communication to like, what's going on? How can we support each other? What are the wins have you had this week? I just love having mm-hmm. that open communication. Mm-hmm. I would say that traveling also motivates me a lot even though I worry a lot about traveling I have this anxiety Mm -hmm. of traveling but once I get to my travel destination I'm good (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just love learning new cultures visiting new places meeting new people trying the food I love seeing your photos from (laughs) where did you travel over the summer was it Colombia and yes I went to Colombia and I didn't even post any pictures of Vegas we also went to Vegas (laughs) too (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, well, awesome. is, and we you know one thing, this is a little bit of a detour, but okay. just as we were talking about photos and photography, or excuse me, photos and travel, what about you and photography? Tell me yes. about that real quick. <laughs> That's another thing that actually encourages me, motivates me, and inspires me as well, because I've been a photographer since I was 15 years old. So it's been a few decades. <laughs> it's all right. It all, I mean, it just started with a camera and I realized that, hey, I could take a good picture. Mm-hmm. And it evolved into a business just by the universe saying, hey, I'm going to send you a client and the first job that you're going to get paid for is going to be a wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone took a chance on me and I would say that's where it really started professionally. And nice. I did a good job and I was quite surprised. And it's just, it's something that I do in the back of my life. Mm-hmm. And I love doing it. I still worry about, oh my gosh, am I going to do well? And at the end of the day, once I'm editing and delivering and letting my customers know, I just feel so good. And especially when they get back to me and they're like, hey, I love the pictures that were great. Or when they use them on their Christmas cards. Oh, just mm-hmm. fills my heart with so much joy. <laughs> awesome. No, I just, I, I'm sorry I kind of threw that one out you, at you, but um, it just made me think of it with the travels and yes. things and the photos and all that. So thank you for sharing. And yeah, definitely love to support your aspirations, interests, joys, passions in that, even if it's on the back burner right now, mm-hmm. that's one thing that Mama Wears Pants does is to remind us that those things are important for us, even as yes. we're taking care of the ones that we love the most yes. <laughs> on this planet. We also have to, where we can, where we can, I know it's not easy, but that's where, where we can fit in those things that really light us up in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, we'd love to support it. Yes. So you yeah, mentioned though, you mentioned Toastmasters. Uh-huh. Yes. And that's a huge part of getting motivated and encouraged mm-hmm. as well. It's a wonderful, I mean, I honestly do, I really do miss y'all. And it's, yeah. it is really a wonderful group. I, I really enjoyed my time there with Toastmasters. And I do have intentions of somehow <laughs> getting back there at some point. No worries. I, I did love it. No worries. Yeah, it's just a way for me to learn from other people, to connect with people, to share my story with people. Mm-hmm. It just really is, uh, if if anyone ever wants to try it, I highly encourage it. And you know, one thing we're, we're about to jump to one of our final questions and closing up here for today, but I did want to say within Toastmasters and within some other maybe communities that you've mentioned and even just your place in, in the world and how you operate and knowing that you were not always like this, I do want to say, for those that don't know, you're also a leader. So not oh. only are you, you know, <laughs> kind of just, you know, passively engaging in these in these places and spaces, you are leading in yes. places and spaces. <laughs> and with that leadership comes support for others, encouragement for others, yeah. empowering others. So really, I want to give you, you know, a nod for that, because Aww. that is, again, what makes you, you know, a bold mama, that you are doing your best to take care of yourself and, and your loved ones. But you also, you know, do you try to lead, re, put out a hand and support others where you can. So thank you for that. I call myself an accidental leader. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, I have the, my, one of my beliefs is that everyone, you know, has the capacity to be oh, a leader absolutely. It is when they determine mm-hmm. that they want to play that role mm-hmm. and, and not that we need to play that role in every aspect of our life. Mm-hmm. But I really, when you can fall into your skills as a leader, it will empower you in so oh, many yes. ways 
And only when it's, when you're ready for it, right? right? It doesn't, right. doesn't have to be something that you push yourself into. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. And we can all lead from where we are is one thing <laughs> I like to say. Um, all right. So our last question here, what do you hope to gain from a community of peers? You know, Mama Wears Pants is a growing wellness community. We've got mostly mamas here in Austin, but we've got mamas outside of Austin, outside of Texas, we're very spread out. You know, we're, we're, we hear each other's stories. We can see each other's, uh, you know, things on social media, perhaps, or whatever, but we're, you know, where, where would you like, what would you like to see from a community of peers? You know, whether it be here, um, elsewhere, how do you think peers can support you? I just love getting together. I know that it's a challenge, but, and I know you do an amazing job. I, getting us together, putting events together. And even though I can't always make it, I look forward to it. And getting to know each other. I think that's also Mm -hmm. an important part of it. Especially like you say, we may not live in the same place, but knowing that at some point, maybe we'll do an event in Waco or something like that. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that will be fun. Hey, let's do a day trip. (laughs) I know. Trust me. I totally want to. But yeah, it is hard. It is hard to get our busy mamas together. It is. Yeah. But but... I think knowing that that is there, I think that's, that just fills me right there. And I just want to do adventures, get to know each other. But I have a funny story to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, let's let's close so, up with your funny story. Yes, I want to hear. <laughs> I connected, you know, we we connected with Victoria through you. And uh-huh. one day, I don't know if she told you, she texted me. She's like, hey, I have an extra ticket to this event. Do you want to go? And it was like almost last minute, but I got my husband to watch the little one. And I went. I was like, I don't know what to expect, but we went. And we had a great time. And there was a raffle going on. And she oh, had uh-huh. bought a couple of tickets. And I told her, I said, you're going to be a winner. And I touch her ticket. And the first number that they call was hers. <laughs> and I said, I just wanted to manifest for you. And it was just awesome. And she was like, what did you do? I was like, wow, <laughs> that is some bold mama energy right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun night. <laughs> no, that is awesome. And, you know, I did know about that event. Um, and I didn't know about the raffle, though. That's awesome. I love hearing that. And no, I've definitely met various women through this through other women here. So yeah, I can't even go into it all right now. But um, and, and I don't feel like I just know these women through social media. These are women who have actually like, because I was introduced to them by someone else, mm-hmm. you know, we've gone out for coffee, we chit chat on the phone, you know, I might do the interview with them. Like there's, there's really those ways to, again, connect on, you know, a deeper level. Right. And and the goal isn't to all be BFFs or whatever, right? <laughs> because, you know, it's hard to like, develop that type of BFF relationship, you know, later in adulthood, but yeah. friendships are absolutely important to cultivate where you can. And it's hard to make friends as adults as mm-hmm. anyone probably knows, Mm -hmm. you know, new friends, right? And we have to also work on those existing relationships. So it is, you know, it can be a little intensive, like, but um, we hope to make it easy in that we, as we're able to connect women, you know, through our stories here on the podcast, through, you know, events that we might be able to get together. And again, we like, we kind of like these small events, like we're just opportunities to get to know one another. Yeah. So we're happy to do that and, and plug that in as best we can here at Mama Wears Pants. And again, grateful for you and all the founding members. Um, any final comments? I, Anything you want to leave? Yeah. Uh, well, just really quick. 
as a chemist, you know, growing up, <laughs> mm -hmm. I always tell myself, I'm going to invent something that's going to change the world. That was my goal in college. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now looking back, I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to create the next chemical formula that's going to change the world. But at the end of the day, I do feel like I have future plans that some way, somehow, it all revolves down to community because mm -hmm. I feel like I find myself wanting to help support moms, parents with special needs, minorities, mm -hmm. just a better mm -hmm. planet. So mm -hmm. I just, I just have this imagination of wanting to do more. So you never know, you might see more mm -hmm. of me <laughs> and I might Good. be able to create something that's going to change the world. <laughs> we always want to see, yeah, we want to see more of you, more of every mama, more of, uh, we want to see more mamas tapping into whatever it is that, that they're dreaming up, you yeah. know, and if we can support you to the, to that vision, we are happy to do it. So all Thank right. Hello. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure, of course, speaking with you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And for all the mamas listening, uh, feel free to connect with us on Facebook, or Instagram. You can send us a message if you'd like to join us as a guest. For any founding members, we do hope to have your interview soon if we haven't yet. And until next time, stay bold, mama. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Stay Bold Mama podcast. Visit MamaWearsPants.com to join our mailing list or save on your new founding membership with code MWP podcast. Until next time, stay bold, mama.